The man on the right that you see there is Clark Barrington. It's time for his weekly appearance here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We talk about USF, the season opener, him being named a team captain, and a whole lot more on today's edition of Locked On Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. We are very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, this is your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Uh, You guys know me. You probably know the guy on the right, but he is... uh, I'm pointing the wrong way. Pointing to the right here, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's Clark Barrington, BYU offensive lineman. Clark, thanks for coming back. How are you, sir? Doing well. Hey, that's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's start uh, here today on the show. It's it's game week. Uh, we have finally made yeah. it. You guys are just literally days away from starting the season at USF. Kind of just give me a sense for how you're feeling personally and just kind of give me the sense of how the team feels with this game not too far off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we're, we're all super excited. You know, we can finally see the, the light at the end of the tunnel and, and there's something to, to work towards. And, and so we're, we're all excited. The energy's high and, and just trying to do our best to, to, to prepare ourselves the best we can. So can you express to our listeners when when it comes to preparing for a season opener like this, you've gone through an entire month's worth of training camp, it, 17, 18 practices at this point. I don't know how many, probably more than that. Yeah. But can you express like how much uh, how, how excited you are to not have to face the same defensive lineman on a uh, on a day in and day out basis and actually <laughs> go against another another opponent? Yeah, it's it's super nice. Um, you know, going against the same guys every day. It's 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 good. It gets you better and, and you're able to learn, you know, the ins and outs of, of what they're doing, but you know, it's nice to, to change it up and be able to, to play against some other guys and, and plan and, and, and like game plan against different looks and that type of stuff too. And so it's always fun when, when the games start coming around. This is a question I get, I get thrown at me all the time in the media. People are always asking me this question, Jake, how much, how, how much better will the defensive line be this year? So I'm going to kind of throw it at you. You face these guys on a, uh, like I said, on a day in and day out basis in practice. We know that the defensive yeah. line had some of its issues down the stretch last year, mainly due to injury, but how much better do you think they are as a unit right now? For sure. Yeah. They're coming back bigger and better. Um, I know each of the guys have been in the weight room working hard in the off season, getting bigger, stronger, faster. And, and, and it, we got a good group out there and, and they're looking good. And, and I think they're ready to, to show what they, what they've got to, to the rest of, of the country. So it'll be exciting to see him play. And, and I'm really excited for those guys. Now, Clark, earlier this week, you were named a team captain. There are eight captains this year on the squad. What does that mean to you personally to be voted as a captain by your teammates? Yeah, honestly, it's a huge compliment. Um, you know, I'm I'm grateful that the others see me as a leader, and you know, I try to do my best just to do you know the right thing, whether it's on the field or off the field. You know, work as hard as I can. And, 
in school, on the field, you know, in life. And, and, you know, I'm just trying to be that kind of good example, I guess. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it's a blessing to, to be able to, you know, be considered a, a team captain on, on this team. So it's cool. Is that something that you have ever aspired to be, to have that captain C on your jersey? Was that something you hoped to accomplish at some point in your career, or did you not really care all that much? Um, you know, it's – I've always seen myself as a leader, and, you know, I've seen myself as just, you know, someone that tries to do the right thing in, in every situation. And so, you know, whether it was going to be with a C on my chest or, or not, you know, it was, it was whatever. But, you know, I'm, I'm just – happy that that it's happened it's it's a it's a cool experience you earlier this week i had i heard that uh, coach roderick he was on that coordinator's corner show with greg rubel and he was asked to name his fall camp or training camp mvp and uh, i'm not gonna lie i I, my dog about hit the ground when he said clark barrington was his pick as his training camp (laughs) mvp and it's not that i was all that surprised by it because I think you've been a very consistent player. And that's what he highlighted your, just your consistency on a day in day out basis. He also said your toughness uh, stood out to him, but uh, I, I honestly, I expected him to name some wide receiver or running back. We talked about this last week, the, the pretty boys on the squad, right. but right. what does that mean to you that he would single out a, a left guard for his offensive line as the training camp MVP for the offense? Yeah. I, I don't know. To be honest, uh, this is the first first time i've heard that but uh i i guess i must have missed that uh press conference but uh no it's 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 cool um you know i just like i said i try to you know go in and put in the work every day and try to get better and so you know i'm just just doing my thing trying to be the best i can be so you and I have talked off and on throughout the years about different uh, things you've tried to add to your skill set. I, I want to ask you in particular, this training camp, was there anything in particular you focused on? Because you, you've, you've done a, you played a lot of games, you started a lot of different uh, matchups, that type of stuff, but is there one or two things that you focused on really heavily coming into this season? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was just consistency. Um, not, not having a good play here or there or, or good hand placement here or there or good set or whatever it may be, you know, but just being consistently good. And, and, and I think that's just the biggest thing consistently have a, the right set on the right technique or whatever. And, and if I can do that, then, then I can play well. So just, just focusing on just being consistently good. Well, and that's exactly what Coach uh, Aaron Roderick said. He said your, your consistency, your day in and day out. He said the toughness you displayed, it's, it's what he admired about that. And he also highlighted just the fact that you're teaming up with Blake Freeland on that left side of the offensive line. By the way, uh, you obviously, I would assume, know the movie uh, uh, Remember the Titans and the whole left side, strong side thing. Do you and yeah, yeah. Do, do you and Blake, and this just, came to, just, this just popped into my head literally as I'm talking here, but do you, ever, you and Blake ever kind of like left side, strong side? Because you guys are that force on the left side of that offensive line. Yeah, you know, I think um, wherever you play at, you know, whatever side of, of the line it is, you want it to be that that strong side. And so, you know, that, there's that mindset for sure. Um, you know that, hey, if, if we're in a tight situation, I want them to be able to trust me and, and call a play right behind me and Blake or wherever it may be and, and, and trust that we'll be able to convert the third down or score the touchdown or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I think it's just a mindset that, that really goes into to playing O-line as a whole, awesome. uh, that you want to be, be that, that guy that they can count on. 
Uh, yeah, it goes back to that consistency factor. I, I completely understand that. All right, Clark, I want to talk a little more in specific about USF, your guys' season-opening opponent. Uh, we'll get to that momentarily, but first I need to share a word with our listeners about our friends over at Bet Online. They are the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. Uh, Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports, wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have got you covered. Just a tip for you guys, if you're out there and you wonder about the line for BYU and USF this week, it's sitting currently BYU favored by 12 points. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action available and happening today online. That's all courtesy of your friends at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day as we continue on with Clark Barrington, BYU team captain now and left guard for the BYU offensive line. And Clark, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 2019 was the first time that BYU and USF squared off. You guys squared off down there at Raymond James Stadium. Uh, There were two notable first-time starters in that lineup that day that I can recall vividly. Jaron Hall got his first start as a BYU quarterback, made some history as the first black quarterback to start a game for BYU, but there was some guy uh, wearing the number 56 also in that lineup uh, making his first career start. Uh, How did that, can you just take us back to that day? Can you remember your first start down there in 2019? Oh, for sure. I can remember it. Um, You know, it was, it was uh, interesting for sure. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, there had been some injuries and and whatnot on the line. And so, you know, I was the next guy up, and and I was playing left guard, right between Brady and Jane. Or no, I was playing right guard in that game between Keanu and James. And you know, I just remember it being super hot, super humid. Uh, you know, I'd been I'd been in the two reps before that and so I wasn't getting as many reps at practice as as the ones and so maybe I was a little out of shape (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough and so I was huffing and puffing all game long and and, you know just doing my best holding my own out there and and ended up playing next to three different right tackles in that game and you know uh we ended up losing but you know that's just kind of what happened (laughs) See, that, that, that's the thing about that. I don't think every game's made made different because uh, Jaron Hall was lost in that game. I think Baylor Romney had to come in and finish out that game at quarterback. I, yep. There were a number of injuries yep. in that matchup. And so I think every game is kind of yeah. – it's, it's its own – unique thing that you can separate them but at the same time you all we, we as fans and the media we kind of look at seasons as a whole but if you kind of parse it out you look at these individual games you're like yeah well that USF game had a whole lot happening in it so one of the one of, one of those yeah it did, it did for sure so you guys obviously are headed to USF this weekend you mentioned the fact that you remember the heat and the humidity from that game and that one was in October you guys are going here in early September yeah. so I, I would only assume it's going to be a more hot and B more yeah. humid so for sure you as an offensive lineman how do you prepare for games like this yeah you know um I, I feel like the the staff and coaches and players we've done a lot better um, this season than, than in the past to, to help just prepare for for that heat, that humidity. Um, you know, we've been practicing, you know, at midday when it's hottest here on the turf and 
and getting us the most heat we can. So we're used to it. And then, you know, just the nutrition, the hydration, you know, we're staying on top of that and they have us on, on certain schedules and, and, and plans to, to keep our bodies, you know, right. And so that when we do go down there, it doesn't affect us as much. And so I think, I think we're doing a really good job at, at preparing our bodies that way. So. I've talked to enough athletes in my career that they have like secret things they use for hydration. Some most people consider pickle juice kind of the, the I guess the X factor. Is do you guys drink pickle juice at BYU? Do you guys use other methods to keep yourself hydrated and especially to avoid cramps and all that heat and humidity? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know there there are these little like pickle juice shot uh-huh. things <laughs> that, that we've been taking. There's also just like Pedialyte packets and, and that type of stuff, just replenish the electrolytes. And and so there, there's, there's a couple different means that we're going about it, but yeah. Uh, how in there's a lot made of this annually when BYU travels two times on you guys go back to the East Coast. You're going to do it twice this year, if I'm not mistaken. You're going to USF this week, and then uh, later on in October, you guys head back to uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on Liberty. Yep. Do you consider the the two times on travel that that long a travel? Does it affect you in your mind, or do you feel like it's a non factor? Yeah, I, I feel like it's a non factor. I, I don't think it's too bad of of, of a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel the effects of it that much. So, but you guys are going out early, obviously, for this game to get yourself yep. somewhat acclimated and everything. But the biggest yep. thing is, I, I heard you earlier this week as well. You said that your brother Campbell was your roommate uh, on the road last year. Are you anticipating <laughs> that being the case again this year? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that's what it'll be. Um, I don't know. It just happened and. It works good with me and with him, and you know it's it's kind of a natural thing, you know, growing up sharing a room together, and so it's just like we're back in the good old days. I, I'm just trying to imagine two guys, and you, you obviously weren't 300 pounders back in high school, but you guys are still pretty big dudes playing offensive line in high school. Yeah. Just I'm yeah. trying to imagine you two sharing the same room and trying just to live essentially together. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to compute in my brain. I shared a room with my my brother, just younger than me, most of my life as well. But we're both like six foot, two hundred pound dudes. We're not. We're not six six and six five like you and your brother. How did that? Yeah. How did that go? No, it wasn't too bad. It was honestly a pretty pretty large room. You know, we I think we had two full beds or two queen beds in there. So, you know, there was plenty of space for us to move around and, and do what we needed to do. So it was good. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I just, yeah. I'm just, I, the, the, the thought of two future D one offensive linemen, I, I consider both of you guys NFL <laughs> prospects sharing a room is just, it's fascinating to, to think about in my mind. And I just kind of one of those funny things. All right. Uh, so Clark, uh, USF, obviously you guys beat them last year at home at Lavelle Edwards stadium. Uh, can you share uh, some of your thoughts about, about that matchup a year ago. You guys got off to a really good start, and then they really kind of rallied in the second half of that game. But share what you remember of that matchup. Yeah, um, you know, I just, you know, every year we've played them, you know, they're physical, fast, great athletes, and and we really need to, to come with our A game or, or it could, could go either way. And, um, you know, it, it was a great game. You know, we we – we did the best we could, um, you know, and, and they had that fight to, to stay right in there with us. And, and we were, we were, you know, lucky enough to pull it out in the end, but, uh, you know, I think it's going to be the same, same way this year. We need to, to show up prepared, ready to go and, and ready to play, play our best because they're going to be ready to play their best. And so, 
you know, we just got to be prepared for, for, you know, all the situations that, that might arise in that game. So you're obviously studying film alongside your fellow offensive linemen, the entire offense as a whole. They've got a new defensive coordinator. They also have an offensive, new offensive coordinator for, for that matter. But Bob Shoup is their new defensive coordinator. When it comes to matchups like this, where you don't necessarily know how they are going to attack you exactly because there's no film on that. But I kind of drew the comparison, and I, I threw this out in some of the media sessions earlier this week, to Arizona a year ago. You guys didn't necessarily yeah. know what to expect from Arizona a year ago going into that matchup in Las Vegas. I guess this is a two-part question we'll start off with number one uh does the arizona game last year and some of the unknowns you guys had going into that help you guys in preparation for this matchup yeah i think i think for sure um you know i think through that matchup we realized that you know it's more important for us to know ourselves better going into that game than than maybe knowing them as well as we can because we don't know what they're gonna throw out there and so if we know how to run our stuff against every front and blitz and, and whatever it may be, then we'll be better off in the game and and we'll be better off against whatever they throw at us. And so we're just really focusing on perfecting our craft and perfecting, you know, what we're doing and against, you know, all those different looks to, to prepare for, you know, what, what may be thrown at us. So. Well, and that's kind of part two. You kind of answered there a little bit, but with with Coach Shoup, have you guys watched film of his other uh, places he's coached at? Like, how are you guys preparing to hopefully be ready for what he's going to throw at you? Yeah, for sure. You know, we've we've watched you know lots of film on on the other places he's been at and, and the other you know defenses he's run. You know, the other places he's been at, and and that's really you know a main you know study of of what we're doing and. And then we're studying the things that that USF did last year, and and just seeing their personnel and and those guys that are still around, seeing how they played against us, and so you know just trying to piece it all together and and put together the puzzles. Well, I think that's that's an underrated aspect you just highlighted there is, is knowing the personnel. You faced a bunch of these guys a year ago in Provo, and they're still the same guys. They obviously have probably worked on their skills like you've worked on yours, but at the same time, you've 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 got experience at least facing off against some of these guys. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that that's that's a big thing. I feel like you know just just going back, seeing how you played against them, what they try to do against you, and then just also what they try to do the rest of the year. You know, the, towards the end of the year last year as well. And so that, that's that's a big deal. All right, we will round out uh, this edition of the Clark Barrington Show here in just a moment. I want to get his thoughts. We had some suggestions, Clark, by the way, for some new show names potentially. We'll run them by you, see, see, what, you, see what you think. Uh, we'd like to finish off these shows. That's kind of what I, what I want to do with this is have some fun with you in our final stanza here on the show. We'll get to that here as we continue on with Locked On Cougars. Want to remind you guys to make sure you check out the Locked On Big 12 podcast. It's where BYU is going to be playing in 2023 and beyond as members of the Big 12 Conference. Get it free and available wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube like this show. Uh, Josh Neighbors does an incredible job getting you up to speed on everything going on with the Big 12. So check that out. Uh, Clark, all right. So we're going to have some fun here as we, as we round out this edition of the show. But I've got two show name suggestions that were sent in uh, from, our, from our last conversation. I, we threw it out there and said, hey, if you guys got, got ideas, let us know. I've got to kind of go with the generic The Clark Barrington Show, and we'll stick with that until you give me the green light on something else. So i got two of them for you this week, and we'll continue to okay. solicit names. First one. 
they want to call it the CB show. And so the the reason why the the person sent this in, and I apologize, I I misplaced the name. I I actually closed out of the tab I had it pulled up in, so I apologize for that gaffe. But they said the reason why is they are actually a CB radio operator. And he said, you know what? You can use a lot of the terminology we use in CB radio, but at the same time, it's Clark's initials, CB, the CB show. And so uh, thoughts on that one? Yeah, no, that's, that's creative, interesting, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got, and then we got one other one here. I think this one came okay. uh, from Mandy Jones and I might be mistaken on that one, but Mandy suggested this. And this was, this is the one. Okay. If we're going to change the name, this is the leader in the clubhouse for me. Let me be very uh, upfront about okay. this on the line with Clark Barrington. That's, that's cool too. She, she said, I don't know. <laughs> Her, her suggestion was because it, it operates in two different facets. Obviously, you play offensive yeah. line, but at the same time, you're on the line with us talking. Right, so, right. No, that's 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 good. That's a good one. So we'll continue to workshop this. If you got suggestions, Sounds good. we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet at us, uh, message us. Uh, Clark's on Instagram. We'll get him on Twitter at some point. You gotta, we gotta, we gotta open you up to the Twitterverse, Clark. Come on now. Yeah, I'll get on there soon. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, so a couple other questions before we go here, Clark. Uh, so when it comes to traveling on the road. I, I want you to uh, tell our listeners about your first experience with a charter flight traveling to an away game at BYU. Yeah, you know, um, BYU does does it very, very nicely. Uh, you know, you as you're getting onto the plane, you know, they have the, the meal there for you to pick it up. You know, whether it be some burritos from Costa Vida or um, some chicken and rice from teriyaki grill or whatever it is, you know, you're grabbing your, your food there and you're grabbing some Powerade, some water, and then you walk onto the plane and then there's a, um, sub sandwich sitting in your seat as well. So if you didn't get enough food outside, there's already some food waiting for you, um, in your seat as well, as long with, uh, as well as a snack bag with some chips, cookies, you know, candy bars, whatever else you need, uh, and, and another bag of drinks there as well. So you definitely not can go hungry or thirsty on on these charter flights, and and they're sure to put the big guys up front where where we get a little bit extra leg room as well. So it's it, they're for sure spoiling us on those. Okay, so I was going to ask you, you mentioned burritos from Costa Vida, but then you mentioned all the other food that's already on the plane. So you was offensive yeah. lineman, you guys are eating, and I know that every player playing football, you guys are all eating a ton of calories on a daily basis, but yeah. you, you as an offensive lineman, are you, are we saying you're, you're getting an extra burrito or two? Or like, what, what are we looking at here? No, honestly, I, I don't even finish all that food. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot, honestly. It's uh, it's pick or choose, you know, what, whatever is your favorite, and, and you eat that. But, you know, they spoil us for sure. Is there an undisputed, like, king of the training table, like, just a dude that can just, just eat, eat the most food on the team that you can think of? Oh, gosh. I think I would have to give it to Tyler Little. Really? Okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I've never been dude eat more than that guy. It's actually crazy. Like, are we talking but, like yeah. how much can he put down? Like, are we, like multiple burrito type deal? Like, what are we like? He'll at? come. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll he'll come back. Like we had the one thing that sticks out to me. We had a coconut shrimp. Okay. And he came back with not even joking, like 
a pile of coconut <laughs> shrimp on his plate. Like it had to have been at least 30 pieces of shrimp. And that was along with two other plates of food that he had already sitting at the table too. So he was, he, he was, he was munching big time, but uh, yeah, he, he can, he can eat some food. Okay. Well, and I, Tyler's background, I don't know how many people know this. He's, he's listed as, I think you're backup at left guard actually on the depth chart, if I'm not mistaken. But when he got to BYU, he was a pretty skinny dude. He's, he's like six yeah. eight or something like that. But I think he was weighing like 250 when he got to BYU. So is all that food yeah. uh, packed on the weight he needs to uh, be a, be a, an a, a adequate offensive lineman, you feel like? Yeah, I think Yeah, he's put on weight. He, I think he's around 285, 290 now. Okay. And and still continue to put on weight, and he's looking good. And you know, I, he's putting on good weight, and so that's good. And he's getting stronger and bigger. So yeah, he'll be good in the future for sure. Jeez, a, a mound of coconut shrimp, and then two other plates of yeah. food. That, it just, yeah, yeah, it's, it blows my mind every time I see it. It's a prodigious <laughs> amount of food. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, and Clark, life on the road for you guys as football players. You mentioned the fact that like BYU does it right with the charter flights and everything. But can you uh, just uh, Tell me, like, well, I guess this is putting you on the spot a little bit. Is there like a memorable trip in your mind that you, you've been on a bunch of these charter flights, been on road trips multiple times over the years, but is there one or two in your mind that stick out? Is it kind of a funny moment or just a, a memorable trip in your mind? Hmm. Honestly, not that I can think of right now. Every, every trip is fun. Every trip is different. Um, you know, they keep us busy with meetings and walkthroughs and, and practice we always go and and do like a team movie before the game, you know, the night before the game, just to try to, you know, get our minds off it a little bit and mm-hmm. and take a little break. You know, it's always a good time at the movies with with the boys. But uh, you know, it, it, yeah, you know, every trip's fun and it's just a good time to be with everybody around there. So, when it comes to movies, what is the team favor? Comedies, action? What 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 are we looking at? Honestly, even if the movies like terrible we always find some way to have a good time so okay. you know it, it, it's nice when you can run out the theater and be be all by ourselves so we can yell and scream and do whatever we want in there and so you know we, we always make it a good time whether it's a, a quality movie or not so okay fair enough I, I can respect that you guys gonna have a lot of fun with that by the way who do you know who like who picks the movies like who do you know who does as in kalani who who makes that call uh, I have no idea to be honest. We we give some input and then somebody makes the final decision. I don't know. <laughs> well, we need you to dig into that. We need you to report back next week on on who ultimately makes the call in the movies. Okay, we'll do. All we'll right. do. Okay, last <laughs> last thing before we go here, Clark. We'll get you out of here on a fun one here. Uh, you come from a very athletic family. I think we highlighted this last week. You, you had parents who were Division One athletes. You have a sister who plays Division One basketball. Your younger brother is a as a player as one of your teammates for BYU. And uh, okay. Who is the most competitive member of your family? Is it you? Like who? Who is it? Who's the most competitive member of the Barrington clan? Oh gosh. Um. And th- and by the way, let me, I don't know. Let me caution you. You you got to answer correctly here. You know this, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm not gonna lie. All of the girls in the family hate when the guys play games with them because we get so mad and frustrated so quickly and so they're like how about you guys just sit this one out and we'll play this one by ourselves <laughs> so my dad campbell and i you know we, we we get pretty competitive and 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 it comes out no matter what we're what we're doing so <laughs> 
it can be tiddlywinks. It can be basketball. I'm sure yeah. it can be anything, right? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. In, in in the Hatch family, growing up, I grew up. I, so I'm the oldest of seven kids. There, there's six boys and a girl in my family. I think you and I have talked about this off air mm-hmm. before. But in my family, there have been multiple times a game board has been literally just kind of thrown across the room because somebody got so frustrated with the game. Has that ever happened to the Barrington household? Uh, not too much because we know you'd everybody would be really mad at us if we did that. But uh, you know, there's been times where the it's, it's been threatened okay. for sure. <laughs> family dynamics they're they're unique there's no doubt about that well clark it it was fantastic to catch up with you looking forward to this week against usf uh we'll obviously recap that next week and obviously look forward to the home opener against baylor when you join us next week but best of luck this week and thanks for taking the time thank you appreciate it all right, there you go. That is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. I want to remind you guys the ultimate uh, college football, uh, the ultimate pro football preview 2022 is going on. It's an eight episode extravaganza. Get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, as well as Odyssey NFL Insiders, are all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for the ultimate pro preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. That's Clark. I'm Jake. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Have a good one. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya.